Today we're talking about side hustles and how to make your first two hundred dollars starting a side hustle. Hopefully, we can give some actionable advice. You know, yeah, 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 really you go out and and earn this two hundred. Correct, it's totally doable and achievable. And we want to share with you some ideas, maybe to kind of inspire you and start, you know, get your creative juices going. Then coffee machine is going on. Vibrating. It's vibrating. And it's I'm down to my last Nespresso capsule. Yo, how? How you survive? That's why I had to ration. Just now, yeah. like, the first episode, I had to drink one. Then mm. in between, I'm drinking, like, honey lemon. Yo. Yeah, so now back to coffee. Okay. This yes. is your second last? Is last. Se- oh, this is the last. So I coffee. So I'm syndrome. Why don't you go and... Oh, too late already. Mm, too late already. No, I have to go... No, I'm Starbucks. Ah. Yeah, my 24 hours Starbucks. Ah. Okay, so welcome to episode 18. Yes, can you imagine 18 already? And then just now we did one bonus episode. Yes. Listen at your own risk. It's a very fun episode and we haven't decided where we want to release it. Uh, don't know yet. Yeah. I think we should totally release it. It's so fun. Is it? Because I think it's very fun. I think only you think it's very fun. You're not Oh, I don't know. We're going to ask this guy. We're going to Kenji is here with us today. Yes, he's here with us. Yes. Today we're going to do a very exciting episode. At least it's very exciting to me. It is. It is to me. Yeah. And I think it's going to be very exciting for a lot of our re- uh, listeners. Yes. So we're going to talk about how to make $200 mm. from your side hustle. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. And why $200 specifically is because we feel that that's something that is so achievable when you break it down. Mm. Yet. Don't sneeze or laugh or cough at $200. Yeah, $200 you can buy an air ticket to Bali, okay? Exactly. You can pay your phone bill. Mm, you can for go two for, months. Exactly. Two, three months. Exactly. And you can pay for internet bill. You can uh, buy yourself a really nice, luxurious dinner. Yes, yes. you can have a really good meal. Yes, date night, you know, yeah. things like that. Uh, you can buy about, how many? Eight movie tickets. Huh? <laughs> You know, on a weekend Eight only. No, those premium ones are ah. oh, okay, platinum okay. one. Ah. Yeah. Right. So mm. the point is, you can do a lot with two hundred dollars, mm. and, and it's not just about buying stuff. I think two hundred dollars can bring a lot of financial relief mm. to a lot of households. Mm. You know, especially when they're living paycheck to paycheck. Yes. So the two hundred dollars can reduce a lot of stress. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So we so, think that two hundred dollars is a good number that we can uh, encourage people. You know, yeah, to it's a think good. About. It's a good start. Anyone can do it. Yes, yeah. and then if you can do the two hundred, then you can progress to four hundred, six hundred. Yes. The formula is the same one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like just now you were saying, you taught tuition, right? As a as a student. Yes. Yeah, so you know, like I was thinking, you know, mm, you know, one episode we talk about, you know, getting our first paying jobs, right? Mm. So I was thinking, even before that, before I had a job, job before like the I first m- amount of money they yes, earn as a. Yes human being exactly and I was like other than Ang Pao's yeah. okay which I didn't earn when I was 17 years old I taught tuition mm. so what happened was that why did I go and teach tuition it wasn't because I wanted to have pocket money to okay. buy fancy stuff or toys or whatever mm. you know. it was because I needed the money to pay for my uh, A-levels oh. so um, I come from a single parent family and okay. my dad uh, left me and my family when I was 10 years old mm. right so um, we went from being super rich and very wealthy to like very very poor right so we by that time i was about 17 um because my mom doesn't work she's got a health condition so mm-hmm. she doesn't really work so we've been um surviving based on the savings whatever savings that we had mm. and by that time we were depleted right didn't have money left my mom couldn't work okay and she has got a heart condition so couldn't work and i remember there was one night um uh i Asked her for the money because I need to pay for the A-level papers for the mm. examination. And it's not cheap. It's like by by quiet like that. Okay. $200, $300, right? And um, I asked her for it. Of course, she said, yes, she's going to pass it to me. But at night, I overheard a conversation that she was having with my grandmother. So at that time, um, I was staying with my maternal side. Mm. Uh, we all, after my dad left, we all moved in with my EE. Mm. So my EE has a three-room HDB flat. So basically just two bedrooms now. Mm. Then in that house, we had my ama, my akong, my mom, my two cousins that are younger, who are younger than me, my brother and myself. Wow. So there's a lot of people under a three-room flat, yeah. right? And we all had to sleep um, uh, together in the bedroom mm. on the floor, okay. on the mattress. So I remember at night, 
um, in the wee hours of the morning, like three, four o'clock, mm. I heard two people in the toilet in the bedroom talking, like in the toilet. Mm. Then it was my mom, my grandmother. Mm. And I overheard because they were talking about getting money mm. to pay for my A-level papers. Oh, goodness. And my mom wanted to, her solution was, she said she didn't have, she didn't have money. And her solution was she wanted to pawn the wedding ring. That was the last thing that she kept from my dad. Oh, like yes. she's pawned everything, right? Mm. So she had the wedding ring, and it's beautiful. It's a, um, a snake. It's, it's in the shape of a snake that coils around mm. uh, the finger and it's all like diamonds. So you overheard that? I overheard that and, and my heart broke. you decided to go and get a job. My heart like broke. a part-time job. Because I knew that that was the only thing that my mom had left yeah. of my dad. So what I did was, uh, that time, um, I was at Hua Chong Junior College and we had already finished uh, our curriculum. Mm. Uh, second year, year two, right? We finished all the curriculum already and we are just kind of doing revision until A-levels. So what I did was, I the next day, I went to the city room, I went to the teacher's office and I spoke to my um, form teacher and I said, Miss um, Wong, uh, I have some problems at home and mm. I need to work. Mm. I want to go and work and I want to teach tuition because mm. I need to make the money to pay the bills and also to pay for my A-level papers. Mm. And then I said, and my mom is not well. So I, yeah. said, um, so I said, I've already finished the curriculum and it's revision anyway. I will make sure I revise. And then I was a good obedient student. Like my results are okay. And then I said, um, I want to teach tuition full time. What? Yeah. So it wasn't on a side. Huh? Okay. I'm talking about, I wanted, because I, in the very short period of time, I needed to make the money, mm. right? So then she was very understanding and she said, oh, okay, that's fine because finished curriculum already anyway, yeah. right? So she said, okay, go, go, go. So with that blessing, I went out to a tuition agency. I just went through like yellow pages and, you know, see whoever. So I went to a few, registered with them and then I started teaching tuition full-time for a couple of and months. How much did I think I put in about six, seven hundred dollars. Oh. Yeah, and I was teaching uh, secondary school uh, kids, like mm. lower secondary, like math. Geography, that kind. Six, seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I taught primary school kids as well. Mm. And then sometimes, like, I taught the primary school kid, and then the mom liked me so much, and then uh, uh, oh, engaged me to yeah. teach the elder brother, you uh. know, kind of thing. Lah. So, um, yeah. I enjoyed teaching, mm. but I also feel that um, it, it was too short for me to have uh, much results with the kids as well because yeah, it was very sure. interim and then I had to do my A-levels. Mm. So I knew it was just a short stint. But looking back and thinking and digging into my memories, I realised that that was my first paying job and oh, I did on the okay. side with no like special skills yeah. or like I, I didn't go to MOE to, to learn how to be a teacher kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I just wing it because I needed it and I found a way to do it and uh, people hired me. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, and I made the money and I paid wow. for my A-level paper. So that was my experience. You know, actually, I always tell people, right? You know, people who want to start uh, becoming a freelance illustrator or photographer or whatever to go and teach tuition in the meantime. Mm. You know, don't, so that was what I did also. I went to teach tuition also. And mm. that was how I supplemented my income. Mm. Back when I was earning like super like pathetic amounts of money. Yeah. So tuition was also my way of earning money. Correct. It is in a way like, it's not like, you know, you go to the office. At least you can control your time. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know? mm-hmm. you you must graduate from primary school. La. Yeah. So don't, <laughs> don't think about, you know, just being fixated on doing one thing or like that one job or that side hustle has to be that one thing until the side hustle works or whatever um, vocation or career or job that you want to start, you know, you can get creative about mixing it up because mm. you still got to pay the bills, yes. right? So you have to make sure that to grow a business or to grow an idea into something that's sustainable financially, it requires time, mm. right? So you have to mix things up. Yep. So do tuition, go and uh, uh, do waitering job, you yep. know, or bartend and things like that. Yeah. Mm. So today we are talking about, um, you know, getting a side hustle. But I feel that there are two definitions of a side hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we were prepping, I realized that Rebecca has a different mm. uh, definition of a side hustle. So for me, mm. I think of a side hustle as something that you do, right, that fuels your passion. Mm. So for example, uh, I maybe let's say I have a day job at an office, right, and I'm getting bored. I hate my job. I decide to start a side hustle selling notebooks mm. because that's something that has always interested me. Mm. And because it's a side hustle, I don't, I'm not so invested in it mm. and I can experiment, be more creative it's more freeing, I feel. Mm. Yeah. So for me, right, when I think about it, if I'm in this day job and I start a side hustle, 
I won't give myself that much pressure to definitely make a lot of money out mm-hmm. of it. The point is to actually do it and have fun. Mm. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of actually like million dollar businesses started from side hustles. Exactly. And why? Okay, the reason is because these people, they were enjoying themselves doing the side hustles. Mm-hmm. So when you enjoy yourself, you have more passion, Mm-hmm. Uh, that leads to better results also mm-hmm. whereas if you start a side hustle and you think well I confirm I have to make uh, money from this thing then it becomes a very stressful affair mm. yeah and it takes some of the passion out of it because mm-hmm. you might end up doing something that you're not passionate about mm-hmm. just to make sure that you earn the extra $200 mm-hmm. yeah so I still think that passion is quite a key ingredient in this side hustle thing mm-hmm. yeah because if you don't like it then why do another thing that you don't like if you exactly. really don't like your, exactly. your main, main job? Exactly. So for me, I feel that um, the definition of a side hustle is that it is secondary to what you do as a main job. That mm. means you have something that is the main thing that you do already and you are starting something on the side. Yes. You know, it's a secondary thing. Mm-hmm. And Ideally, the reason why you want to start something is because, you know, you're scratching an itch or your day job, the main thing you're doing is not that fun Mm. and you're trying to move away from it. Yeah. But instead of just doing like a cold turkey switch or a drastic change, you start off with a side hustle that is small, Mm. that is almost like an experiment in in and of itself. And you scratch that itch and you see where it takes you without kind of like jumping into it wholesale, you know, and then have no safety net. Yeah. Then it becomes a terrifying thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 actually it feels very good to still have your your main job and mm-hmm. then to have this side hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, it can almost be like a side adventure. Mm. You know, think of it as an adventure. Mm. Yeah. So like it's like Superman like that at night. Mm-hmm. You know, you take off your office coat. Yes, your a different identity. Yeah, and you slip into this new identity as an entrepreneur. Yes. You deliver coffee. Correct. Or I don't know, you do this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think of it as an adventure. So it should be a fun thing. Right. Mm. So it could be like, uh, in the day, I'm a teacher, you know? Mm. At the night, in the night... Um, I'm a I'm bar a, girl. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm a tiger beer lady, <laughs> you know? Or um, I'm a baker, you mm. know? It can be something like that. Yeah, I'm a private chef, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that kind of thing. Oh my God. Or, or I'm a mom <laughs> at night. Huh? Yeah, then at you, night? Then you get paid $200. <laughs> what do you mean? No lah, you get the two hundred dollars from, from your husband. husband. Yeah. <laughs> <It's my> husband. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no. I just joking, joking. So anyway, today we're gonna, kind of kill you. <laughs> today we're talking about side hustles and how to make your first two hundred dollars. You know, yeah. starting a side hustle. Hopefully, we can give some actionable advice. You know, yeah, you yeah, really you go out and and earn this two hundred. Correct, it's totally doable and achievable and we want to sh- share with you some ideas maybe to kind of inspire you and start, you know, get your creative juices going. Mm. So um, I've got some notes here to, t- um, you know, to uh, prompt you guys to think about the possible ideas that you can pursue. Yes, as I have some notes too. Yeah. <laughs> so um, maybe uh, we can alternate. Okay. okay. Hey guys, you're listening to the Lito Podcast and we are about the business of life. Because your life is your business. Check us out at our website, lightolabs.com For all the links. And our Instagram, at lightolabs. For all the links. We have a new episode out every Sunday. Rain, shine or hailstorm. And now back to regular programming. So my first one is, um, you know, just think about, right, uh, what skill sets do you have? Okay, that's mm. special. Okay, and when I ask um, people this question, usually they feel that there's nothing special, you know, mm. that they have in the day job. But what is it that you use in the day job that can be repurposed as a special skill set? Is there anything that you can singularly pull out? Mm. So you might say that, oh, you know, um, I'm a marketing exec or mm. I'm a lawyer or whatever, like, you know, in a day job. And then you don't feel like, you know, you can be a lawyer at the night and start something that's around legal or whatever, you know, on the side. But think about it. If you break down your the skill sets that you bring to your job in the day it's more than being a lawyer you know there's mm. writing there's thinking you know think of all the other skill sets like for example you might be very good with people you know you might be very good with numbers yeah you might be very good with visioning mm. you know you might be very good at um graphics or photography things like that you know boil down and look at all the skill sets that you have mm. is there anything that you love doing like do you like pets 
Do you like babies? Mm. You know, these can give you ideas as well, right? Into possible side hustles that you can side. Mm. Uh, you can start, and it's all about repurposing your skill sets and your passion. Okay. So that's the first question. Uh, basically, what skill sets do you have? Mm. Any special things that you like? Mm. That's the first question. Okay. So for me, I would like to add on, right? I think. Um, in, uh, actually, you can think about what skill set you have, right? Or what thing do you do that is easy to you, that comes easily to you, mm. you know? Um, and these are usually the things that we enjoy doing also. Mm. Yeah. So as you can imagine, if you want to start a side hustle, again, you don't want it to be stressful. Correct, you correct. want it to be fun, right? Mm. So you should do something that comes easily to you. Correct. It could be as simple as you like to read. Maybe you can be like a copy at, uh, what's that? You know there are people who proofreads correct stuff, right? Correct. Yeah. Or you summarize and do on annotations and yeah. things like that. So the idea is that you have to go and look at what other things. Don't go and side hustle on something that comes very like like you do it and it's so laborious and it's so difficult. Right. Yeah. Do what comes easy to you. Then mm-hmm. that will make it even more entertaining. Mm. So don't don't set the barriers of entry too high for yourself. Just mm. lower the bar until it's a no brainer kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is that you know. When, when we have a particular skill set or thing that we do exceptionally well and it comes so easy, it becomes very easy for us to not recognize it as a skill set yes. because it comes so easy. And then you mm. go like, ah, pff, you know, <laughs> nothing big, you know, how can I turn this in a side hustle? Mm. But when it comes easy to you, that's actually a sign. It's like Marie Kondo, right? Mm-hmm. Going like, yeah, I'm just very good at tidying my house. Yeah. Like how did she turn that into an empire now, a business mm. empire? Yeah, she did what came easy to her. Yes. Yeah. And what was joyful, what sparks joy for her, which since she was a kid she liked tidying and organizing mm. right so don't don't um, uh, all these little things that you enjoy doing yeah. if you are mindful about it you can totally repurpose it into something that is sellable something mm. that you can solve a problem for somebody else mm. you know and people will pay you good money for yeah yeah so my next suggestion is you know think about is there a problem that you solve very very well all the time and that people come to you for Mm. You know, like they always, hey, you know, hey, help me take photo. Mm. Or, hey, hey, can you help me do this sums? Uh, add it up. Can you do a bit of accounting for me? I'm very bad with numbers. Mm. You know, then you say, ah, oh, it's no brainer. I'm very good in numbers anyway. Yeah. You know, I love maths. Yeah. You know, or like, uh, can you uh, help me? Hey, can you help me plant my plants? Uh, I, every time I plant plants, I always die one. Mm. Can you help me water my plants? You know, whatever. Yeah. Or like, oh, you're very good with uh, grooming my, my, my dog, you know, uh, dogs basically, basically in general. Can uh. you groom my dog for me? Yeah. That this might be clues that yeah. you're doing it on the side anyway. You know, there's this guy who's very good at Evernote. Do you use Evernote? Yes, I do. So this guy, he's so good at it. He created this guide. Mm-hmm. Teach people how to use Evernote. And yeah. he's so, he earned like millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, or a course and you can come out like with a book. Like an e-book. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like solving a problem and you're doing it anyway already. Mm. So recently, right, I have a friend, uh, his name is Melvin and he uh, posted on Facebook just a couple of days ago and I thought it was a brilliant new business that okay. he started. It's definitely a side hustle. Uh. And he, when I kind of congratulated him on the great idea, he said, yeah, I hope it makes money. Okay. So that was the mentality he brought into it. Like he's starting something, doesn't know if it makes money or not, mm. but I hope it mm. makes money. So what his business it? was basically just, it's a website Okay, and it fixes electrical things. Oh. So you can actually go. So if you have anything that is not working, or if you want to do like a smart home and you don't know how to mm. do it, or if your Wi Fi router is not working, mm. or you don't know how to set up the wireless Wi Fi in your house, all this technical stuff that is very difficult for tech, um, people who are tech phobia. You just mm. go in, you just book the people, the, the time slot, and they come and fix it for you. Oh. So this and becomes he, a side hustle. Yeah. You yeah. know? And, and then, he's oh, good at this. Yeah, I think maybe he does this. Maybe he does it himself, or maybe he also hires people as well. So maybe mm. he has a group of people that can do that. Maybe they're already freelancers anyway. So yeah, he yeah, just yeah, got yeah. a few people together and say, Hey, I built a website, I will funnel business to you. Right. You know? So that becomes a side hustle. Mm. And the cost of entry and to set something up like this is very low. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's being smart about solving a problem. And probably when he looked at it, um, he, either he himself, if he's very good, people kept going to him all the time. Mm. You know, and then now he says, you know what? By day, I'm an engineer. Why don't I start a side hustle? Yeah. A website, do mm. all the automation for me, booking system online. Mm. And then if I can't do it, maybe I also group together a group of people who mm. might want this kind of additional work. Okay. You know, so it's win, win, win. It is, it is. Yeah, so I think that, you know, we can think about, you know, is there a problem that we solve and people come to us for all the time? Mm. Yeah, like for me, people always come to me for business guidance. Uh. You know, so last time I drink, 
then can I buy you a coffee? Then they pick my brain, pick my brain, pick my brain. Like, but I'm doing all these, all these things free. But mm. now you want to pick my brain? Sometimes I do it free. Sometimes I charge you. <laughs> you know, I go like, okay, can you do a coaching call with me? You know, a strategy session with me. Yeah. You know, and, and now I you get paid for it. Yeah. So yeah. I charge two hundred and fifty dollars an hour, mm. right? So maybe you might be quite good with photography. Then people mm. always use you, and then you're just doing free anyway. And mm. then now you think, hey, you know what? Hire me, do something proper. Mm. You know, I charge you cheap, cheap one, cheap, cheap one, two hundred dollars or mm. or hundred dollars. No, then you only need two jobs to make the two hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. Now I got another side hustle, ma. Uh, doing stock image. Because mm. <laughs> I got this email from Adobe. Mm. Actually, quite a few. And I don't know. So they are looking for photographers mm. to do. And now stock imagery, right? They don't want the old school style anymore. Yes. They, they want like the more new lifestyle. lifestyle Correct. Natural and all that. Correct. So I have all these photos that I shot over all these years, right? Right. Th- that I never used. Actually, yeah, I want to discuss with you a possible side hustle that we can do uh, for Lito. Another, another business offering. Hustle. This is a side hustle in a side hustle because Lito <laughs> is already a side hustle. <laughs> yeah, uh, very inception. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very like, whoa. Yeah, so... I was thinking, talking about the stock photography, right? I was thinking that a lot of people, because social media is the rich right now and content creation is a problem for a lot of people. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, and the world trend is everything is trending towards a curation and subscription service. Mm. So I was thinking instead of buying a stock photo, like one at a time and you pay for the stock photography, what we do is that on a monthly basis, we generate 30 images. Actually, we talked about this uh, some time ago about shooting oh. in Japan and whatever, yes. right? And having different subject matters that we shoot. Uh-huh. Except now, there is consistency. I always feel like there's beauty in consistency and mm. constraint when you uh, offer something to the True. world. Yeah. So if we can do like 30 photos every month that's thematic, right? Mm. Or maybe around things that's quite general that everybody can post. And it's not just the visual. We also provide the copywriting. Huh. Yeah, so what they do is they just take and they can just post on their social media. And this is subscription. Subscription. Oh. So for small business owners that need to engage their um, uh, followers or their customers, right? Um, they can use our imagery and they don't also have to think about what copywriting to go with it. And copywriting, I mean, not kind of fluffy kind. Like copywriting that is meaningful, that can engage mm. audience and that can be interaction okay. and it's meaningful. And we do all the beautiful writing I that see. goes along with the image. And you just charge people $30 a pop. A, a, a month a year uh, a year a, a month, month right okay. and then a month that's quite expensive yeah, yeah. or maybe just 12 dollars okay mm. you can start 12 dollars and then you only need like a handful of people 20 30 people and then you just scale from there mm. if it works then you can do more more packages inst- introduce more uh, photos maybe 30 is not enough for you now you're not you want 60 mm. you know like and a it, premium premium correct one, okay. and it makes sense right because if people do that it's a low entry offering from us because otherwise they wouldn't be able to hire us to do a full on customized shoot for them mm. but it, we offer the same kind of quality to people at a super low price so we allow people to work with us and Lito as an offering mm-hmm. But if let's say you like our work so much, you want to finally engage us to do something that's more tailored to your product, mm. then you can hire us. So ah. that becomes a funnel for us as well. I see. Ah, <laughs> idea. <laughs> we got another side hustle also, which is that we, we're going to help people do podcasts, yes. production. Yes. So if any of you guys are looking for someone yes. uh, to help you like record, mm-hmm. uh, we... We also provide photography service, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's one of our side hustles yeah. as well. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, one of the reasons why I think we are getting a lot of, um, I don't know, encouraging feedback and mm. positive feedback, uh, just having done about 15 episodes of our podcast, um, is because I think we also pay particular attention to the quality of the production, mm. the content, and also the visual, the marketing also. Yeah. So I think it's so great that, you know, we have Rebecca Toe here and <laughs> we are able to shoot a lot of very vain pot photos of ourselves <laughs> and then we do fun graphics and that's my, my bit right yep. so we do fun stuff and it immediately elevates mm. um, your offering you know yeah if we didn't have photos maybe it would have been a bit different huh? yeah so we're doing things a bit differently from a lot of the um, other podcasters so if you see po- other podcasters right they have one cover image and it's for every episode mm, so they have yes. one but ours is we have one main one but yeah. every episode we customize and we are different mm-hmm. we have its own unique cover yeah. So we do that. So if you hire us to do the podcast production, uh, this is what the additional extension that we can do that is more than what other people are doing. Mm. You know, and talking about podcast, right? That's not something that we decided to do. You know, um, it actually came about because we are doing our own podcast and people started asking, hey, guys, can you help me? Uh, Because we're thinking of starting a podcast for our business, you know. Uh, Can you help? Of course we can help. Mm. But we are not like super pro, pro, pro. But now that we've done quite a lot of 
episodes, we're getting better each episode. Mm. We feel that we have learned the ropes. Yeah. So this can then become a side hustle yeah. out of a side hustle. Yeah. You know, and as podcasting becomes more and more popular, mm-hmm. I think we will be more and more in demand. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> very busy. Eh? Yeah. So uh, that's why I, I think if you look at the way we are, we have done this whole like thing and, you know, just in this episode, we start talking about doing a subscription service, you know, this is how uh, you can um, try and think of what can you offer to the world mm. just, you know, based on whatever you are doing already. It doesn't mm. have to be difficult. Mm. It can come so easy and natural. Yeah, that's why when me and Dan came together, we actually just combined the skills that we have, mm-hmm. basically. And that's mm-hmm. how we started our side hustle. And we I think, didn't sit down and think of something else. Correct. To do. Just just go where curiosity uh, leads you. Do one thing at a time. And mm. through the doing, other things will start to unfold, mm. right? Actually, I really want to do an episode on how we started this podcast. Mm. You know, from the beginning when we didn't <laughs> have a clue, like I had no idea what kind of equipment that we need in order yeah. to do a podcast. How we started was very simple. I just, I just messaged you and said, hey, I think we should start a podcast. And then you just said yes long. and then the next hour we hop on the podcast yeah call. but you know like the whole process which is how do we even come to this point where we know what software to use what oh, mixer to use mm-hmm. yeah and it all started from taking that first step correct that first imperfect imperfect step correct in which we use like just some web software and we just use our computer microphones to record yes go with what's, what's mm. fast and easy so I think when starting a side hustle that's important to remember yes you don't want to deliberate for like six months by then your passion burns out also. You know, exactly. you don't want to do it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So you think of it, you do it the next day. You do it now if yeah. you can. I think this how creativity energy has a window one, you know. Yes. You need to catch the energy. Mm. Otherwise it will leave you. Mm. It will fizzle out. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to ride that wave, you know. When the energy is high, when you feel like you really want to do it, do it. But don't stop yourself from doing it because you think it cannot be perfect. Yeah, you and know? don't think that just because you don't plan for it, it won't be good enough. Because mm. we tend to think that we need to plan a lot in order we, for something to go well. I think we can strive to be as best as we can. But I think to when we are starters for mm. beginning, just aim for B minus work. Yes, because yeah. right, once we get started, that's what keeps us going. Yes. And nobody remembers the early stuff anyway. Correct. We think that people remember, but Correct. they don't. They don't. And people will understand. Come mm. on. Who is going to like listen to our episode one and say, hey, your audio are ah, wow. Shit, ah. Very bad, very echoey, you know. And then uh, you just keep overriding Rebecca, yeah. you know, then, you know, <laughs> things like that. Nobody cares. No, yeah. So go with fast and easy. Make sure that the barriers of entry are low. Go with good enough or B minus uh great work yeah you know and then just start you know and even after you started i think one key point is don't be afraid to change your mind mm-hmm. you know like they always say well, steve jobs was like exactly. changed his mind all his time all the time one correct because he, he he's a very flexible person mm-hmm. so he just goes and then um if something is not working he's not afraid to can it yeah if not, we don't have our, we won't have our iPhones today. Yeah, no shame. Okay, no shame in pivoting or changing your mind after you have tried it out and realize it doesn't work. You know, and it's just a feedback loop. Mm. So don't stop yourself from you know ever. But this part of evolution and growth, yeah. right? You're not you're just changing direction. It doesn't mean that you um, stop doing anything. Mm. You know. So yeah. So the next question <laughs> that I think that we can think of is you know is there something that you're already doing a lot? Okay. For no monetary re- uh, returns. Mm. So I have a few examples. So okay. for example, is there something like you, you've been baking and cooking all the time mm. for friends, for yourself, you love it and your food is good. Everybody tell, telling you, hey, your food is damn good, but you're just doing it for fun. Mm. Okay. Or you are a gym rat. Mm. You go to gym all the time and you build your own body is damn good. Yeah. You know, and you are very into health and fitness, into dieting, nutrition. You already do that for yourself, yeah. for your own sake, mm. but not as a pro. But actually, if you look at it, you are a pro, really. Mm. You know? Then, for example, are you spending a lot of time on social media? Wow. This also can become side hustle. Yeah. Then you can manage other people's social media <laughs> account because you love to be on social media anyway. <laughs> you know, what comes so easy to you might be terrible for and terrifying else. for some people. Like some people might not want to spend their time on social media because mm. they hate it. They don't know how to do the hashtags or the tagging or the shout outs or the IG stories or whatever. But if you love it, you can tell people, look, uh, mm. I can, you know, spend an hour each day managing your social media account at night. Mm, okay, idea. I, yeah, so I can charge you $200 a month to do that. Mm. And you can just leave it to me because you don't like it anyway yeah you know yeah yeah 
So that becomes quite easy. Then and then, go. And then yeah. for me, you know, I do Zumba. Like I like Zumba a lot. I, I do Zumba. And at po- one point in time, in fact, I'm still considering, but it's just that I've got so many things I'm doing is to get a Zumba um, instructor license. Yes. And it's not difficult. Like now you can be certified as a Zumba instructor just by going for the class for half a day. Wow. Half a day, they will they will have this schedule where they fly in those master coaches mm-hmm. from Zumba and they do training. So you got to look at the schedule. Oh. So you go there, you do half a day of training and then you do a little examination and they give you the license. You can yeah. teach. Mm-hmm. So you can go to gym to gym. You can go to all the anytime fitness, mm. the fitness first and say, hey, I want to teach a class or community center. Oh. You, you don't have to go to a pro gym. You can start with community center or whatever. Or yeah. you can do your own class. Yeah. You know, and just find a place, rent a studio and just get a few aunties together or your friends who mm. want to like keep fit, but they're a bit shy. Yeah. They're scared. They want to learn from somebody they know. Then just say, hey, you know what? I'm in Zumba anyway. I got a Zumba instruct, uh, uh, license. Mm. Um, other people charge you maybe $20 a class. I charge you $10. Mm. You know, come. Eh, then you do uh, two classes a week. You know, eight classes a month, $200 in your bag mm. or more. Yeah. Yeah. That's your backup list. Yes, I want to be a Zumba instructor. (laughs) (laughs) When everything fails, I'm going to be a Zumba instructor. (laughs) Also not bad, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what is so cool about it? You are working out anyway. Yeah. You are dancing and you're burning fat. You would have paid money to go. You would have done the Zumba Zumba class anyway. anyway. Maybe you've attended, you will attend another person's class, Mm. right? For the same hour, why don't you work out and put some money in your pocket? Yes. Yeah. So we can be smart about it, man. (laughs) Yeah. So do you have any other ways that people can start? Uh, okay, so I'm also writing a newsletter and that's kind of my side hustle also. Mm. But I have zero expectations on the money that I make from mm. the side hustle. But mm. I don't know, I just have this feeling that if I keep at it, something will come out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just enjoy it all. Mm. That's the most important thing. Mm. Yeah, but it's kind of like my side hustle. Okay, so maybe this is a good time for us to let you in on a little secret project that is what? in the back burner, uh-huh. uh, which is uh, Rebecca and I are thinking mm-hmm. of coming out with a book by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rebecca likes to write. Uh, I've been thinking of writing a book. Actually, I've already written some parts of the mm. book. You know, it's always been my, oh my dream God. to come with a book. So uh, we are thinking that because of all the podcast episodes that we're doing around a lot of the main topics that we feel are useful for people, mm. if people don't want to listen to our podcast, if they like to consume the information and learn in a book format by reading, they can actually... Oh buy God. the book when yes. it's out, you know. So we're thinking of actually distilling all the wisdom that we share in all the episodes, the 52 episodes plus the four episodes from last year mm. at the end of a year, but in a fully illustrated format. Oh my God, a how-to-human book. Yes. So again, tying in with your newsletter and whatever we're building here, we definitely will have built um, a group of followers, right? Mm. So the newsletter in and of itself, it doesn't generate any money. No. But what it happens is that you continue to build likability and trustworthiness mm. and you know your readers continue to want to get more from you Mm. when you finally put together something that you can offer in a tangible format for example your followers and my followers when we tell them that we have a book at the end of the year Uh guess what they will be like oh my god i want more of rebecca's thoughts and writing Mm. because i've enjoyed it so much so that's how that side hustle that you're doing with no expectations can lead to something else Mm. yeah Wow. Mm. So we let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, so look out for the book. <laughs> but that one is uh, after 52 episodes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just the rough ideas that we have. La. So, you it know. It might evolve, la, I think. It might, it might. Or maybe we will can it. We, <laughs> we don't might, know. But the idea sounds amazing already. Mm. So hopefully, you know, the way we ping pong around in terms of our creative ideas can give you a sense of how Rebecca and I work behind the scenes when it comes to it's like we are ideation machine like sometimes I'll just message her and say hey I think we should do that oh we should do that yeah. hey look at this podcaster this is what this podcaster is doing you know, I think we can follow this kind of format and model business model mm. also moving forward mm. you know but we wouldn't think about that until we have started the podcast mm. because that would have been too far away from us to envision yeah. but now that we have done like 15 episodes when we look at that oh it becomes doable and like yeah huh? mm. you know so I think it's always important to just reach for the next doable step correct that means don't that's all correct don't think too far like again if you if you look too far it will be a bit paralyzing you go like no no I cannot do that yeah actually if you tell me hey, you have to do a really good sounding podcast right from the start mm. I would have been too intimidated yeah or I 
just send you to Mad Developers uh, website yeah, and say, hey, and we do it like, that. like no. Yes, I, I think we would have been paralyzed. Yeah, we'd be like, no, no, I don't think we can do that. Yeah. To do that, we need a lot of time, this and that. Yeah. Actually, when I told my friend about it, she was also like, how are you going to record 52 episodes? Mm. It just sounds like a lot. Mm. But actually, we just meet once every two weeks yeah, and we do weeks. like three episodes. Yeah, and then we batch. Uh, we record, record. Mm. Yeah, and it's so easy mm, let it be easy don't kind let of cock block yourself because you have thought so, too huge I think it's good to dream dreaming is free like mm. I always say but um, don't let that paralyze you from moving forward so that's why the topic for today is you know starting a side hustle to make an additional $200 this is not a $20,000 yeah. or $2 million yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. one yeah. small step one small step Anyone at can a time do it. yes one step at a time you build a business one brick at a time mm. Yeah, there are actually some good books that you can read around this topic. Mm. I have two books here actually uh, oh, oh, share, that share, share, I share. like oh. that I would recommend. So one of the books is called The Million Dollar One Person Business. Ooh, love okay, it! By Elaine Pofeld. Uh, and the other book is called The Hundred Dollar Startup. Mm. Have you heard about it? It's quite famous. It's by Chris Gillibold. Yes. And he actually has a sequel, which is called Side Hustle. And he has a website of podcasts. Every day he releases, I think every day is a daily podcast. And he mm. talks to people who has started Side Hustles. Oh my God. It's called Side Hustle School or something. Or School or Side, side Hustle or yeah. Side Hustle Academy. Something like that. Uh. It's by Chris Gillibold. Oh, cool. Yes. So yeah. what was the so book again? $100 Startup. $100 startup. Yes, and I the other that. one is called The Million Dollar One Person Business. Lovely. Guys, go and check out these books and yeah. it will give you even more fodder to think about. Yes. And mm. we have show notes. So go to our show notes. Um, it's lightolabs.com slash 18, right? Is this episode 18? This is 18, yes. Yeah. So basically, if you want to see the show notes for a particular episode, just go to lightolabs.com slash and put in the episode number. Is it 18 or 17? Yeah. Uh? <laughs> 18, 18, 18, 18. 18, uh? 18. Okay. 18. Yeah. So put right. in the episode number at the end of com, And then slash, slash the episode number, just the number. And you will be able to see the show notes where yeah. you can see all the things that we have mentioned. Yeah. And URLs. And, and maybe and sometimes we have special surprises like Easter eggs in there for you yeah. as well. <laughs> and hello, shout out. Please, please sign up for my newsletter. Yes. Sure where, 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 where? Hey, got people message me and say, where, where can she sign up at? Uh, Is it? Yeah, yeah. So okay, I gave okay. her so, the link. So this will be in the show notes also, but uh, it's basically rebeccato.co. Mm. that's all okay go there and you can sign up oh no need slash anything lah. just no go to dot co rebecca eh rebecca dot co yeah mm. I got confused for a bit <laughs> and I send out my newsletter once every week mm. unless something happens like recently I got very busy yeah busy is good lah but consistency is good also. You're I, busy need, being, I need to be more consistent. You're busy not being a sloth. Yeah. <laughs> I think we already talked about this. My yes. intention to be a sloth has changed to... I don't know. I don't know. We have to do another episode too. Because we have to constantly do a Ghost with Soul review, right? I yeah, think we yeah. need to do a part. Every week, the kind. We need to do a part three. <laughs> No, because I was telling Dan about how my intention was to be a sloth in 2019. Mm. But when the year started, I felt very motivated, mm. energetic. Mm. Kind of like I had a lot of pent up energy, I think. Because yes. I was slothing uh, basically the last half of 2018 away. Mm. So and, at and the end of the year, I thought that was my intention mm. for the next year. Yeah, so I was telling Rebecca when I heard that I was actually quite happy because I know that this year my core desire is to create, create, create. So if my co-host is to be a sloth, right? So I have to co-create with a sloth. I have to be very <laughs> mindful about her energy level, right? So when she actually oh. says that, yeah, I have an agenda. I have an agenda. I have an agenda. I Okay, sorry, sorry. You're okay. very mean, eh? Compose, compose. Yeah. Zoop. Yeah, so I was telling Rebecca that um, it's all right that we change our core desires yes. because that's supposed to happen. The yes. only thing is that when you change, you have to lean in and be very attuned to how you're feeling. Mm. So the reason why I feel that this sloth thing, um, it was the intention at the beginning of the year, right? But how that is not working out in a way and she actually feels like she wants to do more is because now... 
when she's very aligned with the work that she wants to do, it doesn't drain her, mm. uh, but it energizes her. Yes. So it's got nothing to do with how much or how little you do. It's got mm. to do with what are you doing. Oh my God. Yes. yes. I think so. Mm. Mm. Like I'm getting so energized by the work we do yes. uh, for Lito. Mm. And also... I also think that I was at the tail end of my sloth you thing. You got already. it off your system. I got it out because I was already going at it for so long, mm. you know. And yeah, so this is micro-adjustment in action. Yes, there's no shame to it. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And I feel good about it. Yeah. Like, I feel like, ayo, like, if I'm a sloth now, right, then, but there are so many things I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, like, this is no time to be a sloth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But you don't later, two months later, tell me, hey, you are I'm sloth. feeling sloth like right again. You go, how are you? Come back, hey, Dan, you know, I want to Hakuna Matara. <laughs> hey, very possible. Yeah. yeah, sure. You know how sloth-like people are in Hawaii. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Your environment actually affects you. So it I won't does. be surprised when you come back and say, hey, you know what, Dan, you just go at the podcast alone. I don't want to do it already. <laughs> Sure not no la. I won't I won't do that to you. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to finish this fifty-two episodes. I want to get a book out. Yes. Oh my god, so excited, right? Yeah. So exciting. Okay, so um after you've got some ideas of how what side hustle you want to start, then what? What? There are I some easy ways to get started, right? Like, yes. okay, now I want to start a side hustle, then what? Then what? Okay. <laughs> then what? <laughs> I asked you, you asked me. Okay. So once you've decided on what to do, the very simple thing is just to get the word out. Tell the whole world. Yes, tell the whole world. And it doesn't have to be the high-fi way. It can be the super low-fi way, the easy way, mm. which is just start with your network mm. of friends, family. Like, you know, a lot of insurance people, right? Mm. What they do is they take out the little black book and they start to call through. Yeah. So this is the same thing. You can do that as well. Start with your family members, but but don't be spammy. Mm. You know, go with a genuine intention and see if people really, you know, there's some, um, because you know what you're going to offer. So you can go to those people whom you think will need that yeah. offering. Right? Actually, I think a lot of times it's as simple as just telling someone, yes. hey, now I'm doing this uh, interior business, Correct. interior design business Correct. as a side thing. Correct. That's all. You don't need you, to say anything else. You just have to make it known and make it formal, like formalize it. Like, yeah. okay, this is what I'm doing now as an off, uh, offer. Because yes. Otherwise, people don't know. Correct. And people like to support their friends and family. Exactly. Uh, so, so go for the low-hanging fruits, okay? The low-hanging fruits will be your immediate contacts, your address book, your family, your friends. Mm. Tell people what you do. Mm. That is the lo-fi way. Then if you want to do a little bit more, you can do a simple website. Yes. Yes. And if you need good brand photography, look for like <laughs> look for us. We can help you. <laughs> or if let's say um, now you have got some ideas brewing and you need to solidify or make some sense out of this, just you know get on a coaching call with us. We can mm. tidy all the wires up for you. Yeah. This is where we love spending yeah. our time most in supporting creative entrepreneurs. Yeah. And if you already have a project going on, you can mm. let us know. Mm. We, we will be very happy to shout you. out for you. Yeah. Because we, we believe in community over competition. Correct. So mm. we won't do advertisements and all that, mm. but we will shout out for you and yes. let the people know about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We want to support you. Yeah. Because we are a whole community and Correct. it will be good to support each other. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So especially when you're dipping your toes in, you know, a little bit scared, you don't know if people will like or not, you know, just beta test and validate your idea to see if there's any traction. Mm. And if let's say it's crickets, then okay, maybe you tell yourself, okay, this idea doesn't really work. Then what's next? Mm. You know, don't be scared to try. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that sets into my song. Oh, yeah. So it's time to wrap up. We hope you find this episode not, it's not heavy. It's, it's meant to be lighthearted. Oh my God, my song is damn nice. Oh. Oh. Okay, my song go first. Okay, okay. It's about trying. Oh. Uh, you know, have you heard of this song before? Yes, right? Um, I love this singer. It's, yes. She's like so damn cool. I love it. She's like Nu Chiang Ren. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, my song is basically um, The Secret is Out of the Bag. So this is how you start a side hustle uh-huh. so that's what the song is all about huh what's the si- <laughs> what, what do you mean the secret is out <laughs> the secret is out it's called the secret is out of bed the song is called secret e, i shouldn't be telling you guys Ayyoh, yeah <laughs> never heard of this song yeah la. you haven't heard of this song but no. the secret is out and actually this guy he himself um also started it as a side hustle on youtube Oh, he's okay, a YouTuber. Okay. YouTuber. It was also passion. Then now can release single, release album. They have million hits. Wow! Yes, it's I, a great song. I and think next time we can talk about burnout. 
Because oh. what happens after you start all these side hustles, mm-hmm. you might get burn, burnt out. Yes, we do get creative burnout. So that's why it's very important to always constantly check in with yourself, be yeah. very mindful, protect your creative energy, have enough downtime, <laughs> self-care, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, guys. You find it why? Because of my action, is yeah. it? Yeah, because I'm like envisioning like, it is like that. Yeah. It is like that. It is very Draw intentional. Energy. It is intentional. Mm. It's like self-care. Self-love. Yeah, self-love. Time out. Know when to say no. Don't say yes to everybody. Turn off your phone. Yes, create boundaries. Be mindful. Okay. Meditate. Okay, thanks. Bye. Tune in next week.
Hey, hey, hey! Thanks so much for staying all the way till the end. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did, it will mean the world to us if you could tell your friends all about our podcast. It is our dream to reach 1,000 true fans and you can definitely help us make that a reality. We are now streaming on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher and CastBox. Also, many of you have been asking about what kinds of services we offer at Lito. At Lito, we provide brand photography for small businesses and creative entrepreneurs. We do portraitures, products and space photography. We also offer creative consulting and brand strategy for small businesses with a big vision. So, if you have an interesting project that you would like us to take a look, please hit us up at litolabs.com. That is spelled L-I-T-O-L-A-B-S dot com. If you're looking for personal coaching from Dan, that's me, please visit howtofeelbetter.co, howtofeelbetter.co. We've got a very, very special rate just for you, our podcast listeners, which is at one third of the normal price I usually charge. For those of you who are interested in doing deeper personal work, please hit me up. Okay, dokie, hunky-dory, that's all we have for you this week. Bye-bye and see you next Sunday.